What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we help break through in life, relationships, and finance. I'm your host, Josh. In this episode, I want to talk through my review of 2020 and what it actually looks looks like looking back on it. I wanted to do this episode because, so you hear all the time, right? I just went through like a pretty crazy hiring process. Um, one of my businesses, I, I needed to hire a couple people to kind of smooth things over. And then I finally broke down and, <laughs> and decided to go with like a personal assistant to, you know, manage everything and take care of calendars and really just more or less keep me organized keep me on track. Cause I'm terrible at being organized, but, um, finally went through and I had like 250 applicants and it was going through the whole application process. And it was it was it was crazy, like crazy rapid fire. I've never really done anything like this before in terms of like uh, interviewing people and stuff. So I was really just kind of learning by the flood of my seat, and I was figuring this out as I go. But one of the things that came up was I started asking people. I was like, "Hey, what is your review of 2020? What what is the lessons and the things that you walked away with 2020 from?" And I wanted to see. It was really kind of like a test question. I wanted to see if they were like, 2020 was brutal, like 2020 was rough, you know, like it sucked and the whole world was flipped upside down. I wanted to see if like that was going to be the response or if they were going to have a response more along the lines of 2020 changed my life. Like I I did so many great things and I, I took, I went after it and I did this, right? I was trying to figure out what their ambitions were. So that kind of got me thinking about, okay, Maybe I can do a review and see what 2020 looks like for me because I've always felt like 2020 changed my life drastically in a great way. Like COVID, aside, I think COVID is kind of just a waste of time. Um, so COVID aside, I I did a lot of personal transformation, really stuff that was kind of on track to happen anyway. But I did it regardless in 2020. So all this stuff was going to happen right anyway because I was building up for it in 2019. I was prepping myself, and then 2020 was kind of like a big year of like just slam it down and, and running for it. And it set the stage. 20, 2019 really set the stage for what I was going to do and accomplish in 2020. So looking back at it, there was a lot of great things, right? A lot of good growth that came out of everything that occurred. And I have, I guess, myself to thank, but really I have like the universe and all the people that were in my life uh, beforehand, before, the, the events that led up to what I accomplished and where I'm at today, I have all those people to thank. So like those relationships that I was in, really the marriage and divorce and stuff that I went through, um, the the people in the army, I guess, and the, the ones that gave me enough kind of push to get out, the people that helped me kind of transition through that process and make all that work. Like those are the people that I really have to thank for everything and how it, you know, worked itself out. But I kind of made a list here of a few things that went down and I'm sure we can all think about like you can think about your life and how you would respond right think about that question how was 2020 for you was it a shit show chaos like dumpster fire or was it some sort of revelation and you know healing process or growth period that you went through to to really change things and make things better you know asking yourself that question is going to kind of tell yourself the way you see things and kind of like I think the growth that you've had in your own life. So think about how you would respond to that, how you would how you would answer that question. I think it was uh, Kevin O'Leary, one of the sharks in Shark Tank, who said one of the interview questions from here on forward for you know anybody that lived through 2020 was going to be, what did you do during 2020? And it's going to be 
kind of like what I asked, but like, did you sit around and just kind of like enjoy your time off or did you use that opportunity to change, to grow, develop, and to do something that you've always wanted to do or become kind of that person that you've always wanted to become? So very, very like interesting questions, but I made a list of a few different like talking points and what essentially I, I learned and what I discovered about who I was and what I went through in 2020. So maybe this will help you. Maybe it won't, but if it does great, I hope that's like some, I don't know, check on learning. I think it's always kind of like fun to learn about like what other people took away and how they, how they saw things. Cause it sheds some light, I think for us to realize that we're not alone sometimes in the way we think about things and the way we see things and the hardships that we have. So I'll just be real with you guys and be authentic. So you guys can see that, but let's start off with the first one. So I kind of went through on some business stuff and relationship stuff. And the first one's relationships, but I've definitely learned, and I think this is not just a 2020, maybe even like a 2019 thing, but looking back at the year in review, um, I would definitely say that for me, relationships need to be deliberate, not just a fling. And I was single through the entirety of 2020, and I still am, and I think I'm in a comfortable place now to where I don't want anybody in my life if they're not right for me which is pretty cool, right? That's, that's a pretty awesome place to be, especially somebody who like suffers from always wanting to be a part of everything and feeling left out and I don't know, just relationships in general. But uh, I think it's a powerful place to be because as I've witnessed, I, um, I'm a very dangerous person when I'm alone. I get to quite a bit accomplished. So I've definitely come to the point where I want something that's real and not just a quick fling. Right, I want I want a relationship that's got purpose behind that has a drive behind it and really has potential behind it to become something, to become something down the road. And if it's not going to be that way, there's no point in like wasting my time. And a big piece of that for me comes from becoming comfortable being alone. When I started off 2020, I was counts I was doing counseling through through till March, I think. I was doing from the time I broke up with that last relationship back in like September, August, September or something. I got serious and I was going to like start off as weekly counseling and then it was like bi-weekly and then it broke down into monthly and then at that point it was kind of like okay we're good but I did weekly counseling really for the first two or three months maybe like it was a lot of counseling sessions but it was powerful and super useful and I did that through like March of 2020 because I was serious right I was serious I really wanted to straighten out the things that I was doing and I really wanted to straighten out what was going on in my head and it was more of like a release like I wanted to release kind of the things that were going on going on in my brain and I wanted to release them to somebody who could give me like a biased third party independent feedback something somebody that understood it and I've been to counseling before and if you guys have been to counseling then you kind of probably understand like how it works and stuff but it's hard unless you find somebody that understands you and this counselor I actually found was somebody who was younger, who was more my age, had more of my experience, understood where I was coming from, and she was really able to kind of dig up some burning questions and stuff that I had. And that's, that's really exactly what I needed, right? I needed somebody that could do that stuff. So I finally found somebody that was willing to do that, and it, it really helped. And it grew me to a point where I was able to kind of get past some things. Because that girl, that last relationship that I broke up, she was probably like, it's hard to say like the one, but like definitely probably somebody I could have ended up with. 
right? She was a very good girl and it's a beautiful relationship and she was wonderful, but um, just, I, I wasn't in the headspace, right? I was still tied up on the previous one and, you know, just had a lot of things to go through. Didn't feel like I was doing the things that I needed to do and fulfilling my purpose. So I, of course, felt dry out or dried out. And uh, I just, I wasn't in a good spot. Not like I am now, or at least in the direction that I'm going now, I feel very differently. So I would say it was, it was very good, but I definitely learned that I want relationships to be deliberate because I want to find somebody that's serious and I want to find somebody that's real. And you're not going to find that if you're just looking for a fling. If you're looking for a fling, you're going to find a fling and you're not going to find something that's serious or a serious relationship. So I definitely think that as a 2020 um, review, it was relationships. I've changed to the point to where I won't waste my time. I'm more comfortable being alone and, you know, just enjoying my space to myself by myself than I am being with somebody that I don't see potential with. And that that's something that 100% only happened in 2020. Like that was a 2020 transformation change in my life. So relationships, like becoming a deliberate thing. Absolutely. That's that's the first one that I can say that I have written down. Um, On to the second thing. So the second thing that I have written down, I have like I have like five of these, but they all have like 100 sub bullets. So I don't know. I don't know if it's really five or what, but we'll go with at least five and you guys will see kind of how this all works out. But so the second one, this one's more of a life thing. This is kind of like a life goals and life pursuit kind of thing. But uh, I put down accomplishing your three-year goals will change everything about who you are, will transform who you are. If you guys, if you haven't listened to like, it's in the first like six or seven episodes or something. I talk about the law of attraction and kind of the basics of what the law of attraction is and how it works. And I talk about this like thing where you've got to be, you, you have to be able to identify who you want to become. Like if you're, if you're trying to like accomplish things, you have to be able to identify who you're trying to become, right? I call it the version A and version B of yourself. And that version B of yourself, you paint this picture about what that person looks like and what their life looks like. And as you paint the picture, you start to look at the discrepancies or the differences between who you are today, the version A, and who that person is, the version B. And the things that are different are the things that have to change. And how do you do that, right? So this is this, this is technically like step one, visualization. Step two is taking action. So if there's things now that we've identified after visualizing the goal that we're trying to become or accomplish, you have to take action towards becoming that, which means removing things and doing all this stuff and and actually going after the things that you want, right? Going after those things that are different from where you're at today to where you're at, to, to what that B looks like, that version B. And in that pursuit, you, you have to somehow like set goals. So what I do, I break down my my goals and the things I do in three year periods. Okay. So this is just something I started in like 2017. So it's not even that long, but I started this and I actually, I, I accomplished it and I'll tell you kind of a little bit how that went, but, um, I set three year goals. And the reason three year goals is because it's achievable. You want to set something that's achievable. It's it's enough time to where you can do something like drastically life-changing. Like in three years, if you set a three year goal of what you're trying to do, you can drastically change who you are. Like your life will totally change 180 degrees if you set this goal and you accomplish this goal. So I try to make them achievable things that you can actually do and actually accomplish. When I first moved out to Colorado in 2017 slash like 2018, end of 2017, into 2018, 
I, uh, I set a goal for myself, right? I was going through the divorce at the time. If you guys know that story, I was going through the divorce at the time and really just was like, I, I need to do something crazy. Like I need to do something different. So I set a goal that I thought was unachievable at the time, but I ended up doing it just because I had it. Just because that goal was in place, I ended up achieving it and doing it. Whereas if I didn't have that goal in place, I guess I probably never would have, <laughs> never would have made it happen. So it's crazy, right? I, I'm a totally different person now because I was able to set that goal and achieve that for myself. So looking back, that three-year goal was I want to buy three homes in the three years. I thought I was going to be, you know, stationed where I was at for three years because uh, that's typically like the amount of time an officer is at a duty station. So I said three years, I want to buy a house every single year that I'm there. So that's what I did, right? I set that goal off and right away, immediately upon moving, I purchased a home. So year one, boom, nailed it, right? Well, when you do these three-year goals, I break them down into one years at a time, okay? So each three-year period, you have the, you kind of have like what you're trying to accomplish each year. So if you think about what are you trying to do in three years, what are like the, the bullet points, this, this, and this, okay, break those down into years, which year. So year one or one year, you're trying to accomplish this year two or in another year, you're trying to accomplish this. And in the third year, you're trying to accomplish this. So break it down, break that three year goal down into different things. So for example, if my, my three-year goal was to buy three homes, well, year one, it would buy one house, year two would buy another house and year three would be buying another house. So it was really easy, right? It's not very like, it's not very complicated. So each year you're just focusing on everything that you're trying to do. You're just trying to, you know, you're just focusing on like that goal. You're trying to accomplish that goal for that year. So every three-year goal breaks down into one-year goals. Every one-year goal, if you accomplish it, will meet your three-year goal. So what you're trying to do is every single thing you do each day should in some way support that one-year goal that you're working on right now. So right, like right away for me, I was trying to buy a home. So everything I was doing that year was focused on trying to purchase a property. I was trying to build income. I was trying to make little side moves. I was trying to do the different things. I was trying to save up all this money so that I could purchase property. And that's what I did, right? So I, I did that and I slowly... Uh, accomplish those goals, year one, year two, year three. So you have to think, what are you doing today that is working to accomplish the one-year goal that you are working on right now? And are you actively taking action to accomplish that? So that all starts with setting a three-year goal. So you know which one-year goal you're working on. And then by setting that one-year goal that you're working on, you can take, dope, you can take violent action towards accomplishing that one-year goal every single day. It gives you like a purpose, right? It gives you a purpose because one year, we all know one year happens quick. A year goes by quick. I just turned 30. I got 30 years of my life already in the books. Like that went quick. So you got to think the same thing, right? Life goes by fast. Each year goes by quickly. Every day you should be doing something to accomplish that one year goal. And if it's not right, if you're not focusing on what you're trying to do that year, don't do it. Get rid of that thing. If it is not supporting what you're trying to accomplish, it's probably something you could let go of, or at least put in the back burner, right? Put it put in the back of being um, like something that's not of that priority. All of all the things you're trying to do to grow and to pursue and to become better should be in pursuit of what one year goal you have in mind that you're working on right now. So, um, I'll give you another example. So when I, when I knew, so I wanted to buy three properties in three years and I actually, on my birthday on the 16th, February 16th, I just, we went and closed on the third property. So it was 
2021 started this thing when I was 2018. So 2018, we purchased a home right away. 2019, we purchased a second one when I came back from uh, deployment. And then um, 2018, 2019, 2020. 2020 was a rough year. We actually went into contract under three homes. And we didn't pull it off until February 16th. And uh, we were actually supposed to close at the beginning of February. But regardless, we were under contract for a long time on this property. But we pulled it off. We fucking did it. And I was a little late, right? I was a few months late. I didn't necessarily meet it in the timeline. But did I accomplish the goal? Kind of. Like, it wasn't in three years, but it was in, like, three years and two months. So that's fucking sweet, right? And I'm a totally different person because of it. Because I was able to stick to it. And I had so many people in my life kind of helping me out and putting things together and drawing deals. And, and we just, we did it, right? We did it. We accomplished it. And we put it together. And now... Now I have $1.4 million, I think it's a little bit over that now, in just assets and real estate assets that are acquired that now are producing income and bringing in rental rate and like all this beautiful, beautiful stuff. So it's, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. And I love it. And, uh, and I wouldn't change it for the world, but it gives me more strength now knowing that these three-year goals are achievable as long as you stay focused. And if I wouldn't have had that for myself, but wouldn't have had that three-year goal, I don't think I would have pushed as hard as I did to purchase this home. To the home that we just the the property that we just purchased has has two different lots on it. We're going to build us a third and then put a fourth unit in it as well. Um, if if I wouldn't have had that goal, I wouldn't have pushed as hard because it was hard, right? There was a lot of things like lenders falling through, appraisals not coming through, like just people like not doing their job and falling off the face of the earth. A lot of crazy stuff was happening, and uh, if I didn't have the goal set, I wouldn't have pushed as hard to get it accomplished. So that's why the goals are so powerful and so important. So like for me, looking back at 2020, having these goals set caused me to push myself to do something that I don't think I otherwise would have done. And that's, that's, that's crazy. Like that's crazy strong to, to hear and to talk about. So if you guys, if you guys haven't heard anything like this or you don't set these goals and stuff like this, like I'm not saying you got to wake up every day and have a crazy planner. But I'm saying set something in your mind and be deliberate about it. Like be serious with yourself about these things. Set a three-year goal. Figure out what, you, what you're trying to accomplish in three years. Break it down into one year at a time. And then pursue that one-year goal for yourself. Like go after it. Be deliberate about it. And watch how your life is going to change if you set a goal that you, you almost think is like unachievable. But it's, you're going to realize as you start taking violent action towards it, it's super achievable. Like it's wildly achievable. And, and, and go back and listen to it. it's like episodes like three through six, I think, where I talk about kind of the law of attraction stuff. And this will kind of lend some relevance about how that whole thing works. But figure out what your point B looks like and then violently pursue that point B. Like, like go after it. All the things that are different from A to B, change them. Change all the things that you have in A and become who you are in B. Let go of those things. And that's actually like another point that I'd, I have written down here. But let go of those things. You guys need another example of what it looks like, so I'll be transparent with you guys. My next three-year goal, the the next goal that I have for the next three years, is to uh, I want to have one month where I'm making my army pay, my annual army salary, what I was making in the army when I got out, the annual amount that I was making. I want to make that in one month. Okay, so that's that's one of them. That's one of my targets. My other target is to have seven digits in my bank account seven digits, right? You, you know how many zeros that is if I'm saying seven digits. I want to have that in my bank account. 
And then the third one is I want to purchase uh, real estate up in this. There's this beautiful like neighborhood here uh, where I live that overlooks like the entire city. It overlooks like the mountains and stuff. It's got like gorgeous mountain views. It's like a beautiful view of the whole city and everything. Like it's just, it's incredible. And it's not even like fully developed. It's got beautiful like landscaping, like full yards and stuff. And I like that. I don't like being like on top of everybody. I like like a beautiful yard and a full landscape. So, um, so it has all that stuff, right? It's, it's a beautiful place and it's like a gated community. It's really, really nice. So I want to live up there. I want to have a home up there. These are like million dollar homes and I want to have a home up there. And that would be kind of like a forever home. So that's kind of my goal, my, my three goals. So if you can picture those three goals, that's, that's what it is. So the first one that I'm trying to accomplish and the one I'm working on right now is to be that, uh, that, that army salary to make that in one month. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm violently pushing for right now. I just accomplished this last goal with purchasing the real estate and stuff. So now I'm, now I'm shifting focus. I'm like, okay, this is done. Now it's part of my plan. Now I'm, now I'm working to make my army salary in one month and I'm going to, that's what I'm driving for, right? The systems and everything that I've been building over the last year, the leaps that I've taken, like they're all to push me towards that goal. And then after that, right, then the next year goal is to get the seven figures in my bank account. And then after that is done, then I'm building a home like, or buying one, I guess, but that's what I'm doing. Like, it's crazy. But when you set all these things out and you set these goals, you're like, Hey, this is a goal. I have to accomplish it. I, I need to buy this home. Like I'm, I'm here to buy a home now. And then you do it. And then you do these things and you do these actions and you take these chances and you do, you take these leaps and you just, you see how you start becoming that version B that you've been painting yourself for so long. And that's all it is. It's just taking action to become those things. So setting these goals for yourself will help you change and help you transform who you are. And I do it by three year increments and I break them down into one year periods and just pursue that every day. Everything that I do should be pursuing that. So before it was buying this, these homes and this last one went a little longer than expected, but I did it and we finally closed on it and now it's ours. And now I I'm focusing on, okay, now how am I going to get all of the things that I have today to work for me, to bring my army salary to in one month? How am I going to do that? So, so now I'm shifting focus a little bit and I'm getting away from like, now I'm not focused so much on just purchasing real estate. Although I see that still being a plan for how to get that army salary in one month, but <laughs> I'm, I'm not focusing so much on acquiring real estate, acquiring those three properties. Now I'm shifting focus and I'm, I'm pulling to how can I pull that army, that annual army salary in one month? That's my, that's my focus now. Okay. So it's really cool. So I know in one year I'm going to do that. I'm going to violently achieve that. And the thing is, is don't look at it as something that you have to do by a deadline. Look at it as something that you can achieve at any point in that year. In that year, you can, you can do that goal at any single point. And that's how, that's the way I look at it. So like I could achieve this thing here in the next 30 days, or I could do it, you know, in, in 365 days. So it's just, it's how you look at it, but I'm trying to achieve it in 30 days. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and do this in 30 days. Oh, I didn't make it, but I got a lot further than I would have if I would have just planned on it being later. Right. So it's like, okay, I didn't do it. And then it's the next 30 days. I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to do it in the next 30 days. Oh, like I didn't make it, but I'm a lot closer now because, because I'm a lot closer than I would have, if I just would have accepted it was going to be 365. And then you repeat that process and you keep repeating that process. And then, yeah, you might achieve it a little sooner. But the cool thing is, is you actually achieve the goal that you thought you were, you couldn't do. You you set this goal for yourself and you achieve this thing that you thought was like unachievable, right? Because when you set these goals, they seem almost unachievable. Like when I'm looking at myself right now, where I'm at today, 
and I'm thinking army salary in one month, annual army salary in one month, seven figures in my bank account, and a home up in this beautiful neighborhood, I'm like, yeah, right. You know, how the hell am I going to accomplish that? That's insane. But their goals, I, I set them on the paper, and now I'm like, I'm going to it. I'm, I'm going for this deliberately. And I'm going to, I'm going to, go, I'm going to try and achieve each year sooner than what I have it planned. But if I do, if I continue to do that, even if I don't make it in the shorter period that I give myself, I'm still closer, right? I'm still closer every single day. It's like Elon Musk says, he's like, some people accept their 10, he's like, try to take your 10 year goal and accomplish it in six months. He's like, you might not do it. It might not, it might not be possible, but you'll be a hell of a lot closer than you would if you just would accept it was going to take you 10 years. And that's what I'm kind of trying to tell you guys. Set a three-year goal. Set up, then break it down into your one-year goals. And then try and take that one-year goal and, and achieve it in like a month. You might not do it. It might not be possible. But you're going to be a whole lot closer if you just would accept it. It's going to take that full year. <coughs> so hopefully that helps. I love that one. That's actually way longer than I thought it was going to be. But I hope that one, uh, hope that one lends some clarity on things. That, that one's really powerful. Really powerful. Okay. Um, let's see. What is number three? Oh, number three. So this one's, this one's really, really cool too. Um, proximity is power. Always have something scheduled that you're like looking forward to or moving towards. So proximity is power, right? I'm highlighting that right now as I talk about it. But what I've learned is you have to surround yourself with people that are thinking the way you want to think or have like achieved the things that you're looking to achieve. And the way you get proximity, if you're not somebody that has like, you know, millions of followers and like all this stuff, the way you got proximity to people with that mindset that you're looking for is you have to, you have to like pay, right? You have to pay to go to these conferences. You have to pay to go to events. You have to like, you have to do things to become noticed and become a part of like their circle. And when you do that, then you'll start noticing that you'll end up spending time with them or you'll start meeting other people that are thinking like you, or you'll think other people that are like them, but maybe aren't as like famous or well-known. So you'll start to meet all these different people that are start coming in your life. Mine started when I went to uh, I went to Grant Cardone's conference back in like June or July of 2020 in Denver. Like I dropped some serious dough on it and went to it, and I met some incredible people. And I put myself out there, and oh man, it was a nightmare, but whatever. A lot of good things came of it. And now I have these amazing relationships and amazing people that I can talk to and go to and like great mentors in my life. And uh, it's just, it's developed so much difference because I now have, have like these groups of people that I can go to and bounce ideas off of and like all this stuff. And I can communicate with people in order to accomplish all of these things that I'm kind of like putting forth for myself, right? Because you need a lot of encouragement. When you're trying to do things that you don't think is possible, you need encouragement in order to stay on track. So that's what like these people have helped me do. So I went to like my first two conferences in 2020. If you can call them conferences that they're like meetups or whatever, but I, but I think conference is a good word. But I went to my like first two like conferences. I went to one with Grant Cardone and then I went to uh, one with Ben Oberg and changed like definitely both of them helped develop relationships that I never would have had or created otherwise. And as a result, right, I've learned things. Like, I don't know if you guys know who Thatch Nguyen is. He's a big, um, I think he's from Thailand or Vietnam or something. Uh, but he's, you know, he's been buying real estate and stuff. I'm pretty sure he's up in, like, the Seattle area. But he's a big real estate burr guy, right, the, the burr strategy. He's a big guy that purchases real estate and, like, is huge on the burr strategy. So if you don't know anything about Thatch Nguyen, look him up. But him, 
uh, Grant Cardone, um, who Magda Khalifa, not Khalifa, yeah, Khalifala, and uh, Ben Oberg, um, who else? Ken, gosh, so many like crazy people, um, Alakasa, like just a ton of people that I've really met that I never would have. And then you got Aaron and Sarit, like a couple of uh, gym owners and stuff that I know, like really, really, really good people. And the people now that are like in my circle and I can bounce ideas off of and I can communicate with and reach out to if I ever need to, uh, that I wouldn't have had if I wouldn't have taken these opportunities and done these things. So I definitely think proximity is power. I've learned that 100%. If you guys want to go back, listen to the interview I did with um, Brett Knitson and listen to what we talked about in terms of proximity being power and your environment is everything. And he explains it really, really well on how all of that works and what it really means and how it can change what you do. Because who you surround yourself is the energy you surround yourself with. And the energy you surround yourself with is going to dictate where you come out of this whole thing on the back end. So you really got to be deliberate about the way that you're going about seeing things and doing things so that you can come out on top. If, if that's what you're trying to do, right? If you're trying to come out on top and trying to become better, you have to be deliberate about who you surround yourself with and the energy that you surround yourself with. So super, super powerful stuff, but you have to develop relationships with good people who have similar, similar goals in their life. And if you can do that, then you're going to watch yourself change and transform as you accomplish these goals that you set for yourself. You're going to watch your life completely flip and become totally different. Um, okay. So let's get to number four. Number four, you have to let go in order to receive. You have to make space in your life when you let go of things. When you let go of one thing, you create space for essentially something else. So letting go of relationships or even what you want to accomplish is sometimes what can hold you back. Just wake up each day trying to accomplish something. And if you do that, you'll hit your targets. You'll hit that one-year goal every single time. Uh, I I struggle with letting go of things. That's one of the big things that I've had to work on. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there that are the same. But if you struggle to let go of relationships, if you struggle to let go of like your job or the income that you have right now, or the beliefs that you are a thing or you aren't a thing, like I'm not a real estate investor. All right. Well, what makes a real estate investor? I don't know. A guy that invests in real estate. Like I don't see myself as a real estate investor, but guess what I do? I invest in real estate. So am I? Yeah, I probably am. So like, it's, it's not a big deal. You just, you attach yourself as this identity. And now I look at myself, like I've had a hard time. I will say, I have had a very hard time letting go of the army, the identity that I have had as an officer in the army, as a high quality and like high tier officer. I see myself as a high tier officer. I see somebody that like I went to all this extra training. I did ranger school. I set myself apart. I became, you know, very unique. I I did well in my ratings. Like I was a very like high level person, but that had to be let go of in order for me to get to kind of where I'm at today. Like I wanted to do more. Okay. The army wasn't the army. If you get anybody's in the army, if anybody's listening, the service, you know, Marines, air force, army, whatever, if you're in any one of the branches, in the military, and you, you're hearing this, you probably understand that there's some sort of like plateau effect that occurs once you get to a certain point. I think that point is your four to five year mark, four or five, maybe even six year mark that the plateau kind of happens. But it's this interesting like phenomenon that happens where Right when out of college, right out of school, you start off and you start doing really, really, really well, right? You're getting like 30 days of paid leave a year. You're making, you know, sixty-eight, seventy-two thousand dollars a year or so, somewhere around there. You're making a shit ton of money. 
compared to a lot of like the people and your friends that you that you know in college you're doing really well like right out of the gate right you got a job you're making money and you got a ton of leave and all this stuff so you're doing really well and you're getting a lot of great experience but around this four to five year mark what happens is people in the civilian sector have the opportunity to start passing you like what you're making and what you're doing than you do in the military and you kind of like plateau off you kind of like the experience kind of starts dropping off you kind of stop making as like you're not making as much in terms of changes and your your jobs really aren't like as fulfilling and that's kind of what i noticed right that's what started happening to me i transitioned out at seven years of active duty service so i went a little too far i started obviously like investing in real estate and doing stuff on the side but um but yeah, I went, I went a little further than that. And that's why I would say it happens right around kind of, I would say like the five-year mark is right around where that plateau effect happens, where your civilian counterparts start passing you and you kind of like start plateauing off and you're like not making as much and it's just not as fulfilling or inspiring work that you're doing. So that for me was enough to kick me in the pants to get me out. And it was hard though, it was hard to let go of that because I poured so much time and effort and energy into the army and into the career that I had built that it was really hard to let go. And that was the only thing I knew, right? If that's the only thing you know, it's hard to let go of that and be like, okay, I'm shifting, I'm shifting away just on this whim that you want to do more, that you want to become something bigger, right? It's hard. It's really, really hard, especially knowing that it's like a secure paycheck, it's stable, it's not going anywhere and, and like it's recession proof and COVID proof and everything else proof. So it was difficult for me to let go of that and to understand that like I was never going to put the uniform on again. I wasn't going to ever, that's, that's not me anymore. I was never going to go to a ball anymore with, you know, a beautiful girl. And I wasn't going to, you know, go to work anymore with the uniform and I wasn't going to go shoot a tank or drive a tank anymore. You know, like I wasn't going to do all these things that I've done before. So that was really hard for me to kind of accept. And I, I stuck around and I went reserves and I never should have, I should have just gotten out entirely right away. But I, I kind of kick myself in the foot because now I, you know, you go to drill and stuff and it's just, it's kind of like a waste of time. It's just useless. But I struggled to let go. Getting back to the whole, like what we're talking about here. Struggled to let go. But when I did, when I did finally let go and, and understood and accepted the point that, hey, this is different. This isn't who you are anymore. You're going to become a new person. You're going to create a new life for yourself. You create this space where you can do that. You can finally actually do those things and become who you want to become. And that's, that's crazy, right? It's really, really, really like crazy thing to, to realize. But the same thing holds true, not just in, not just in life, like business side and like jobs and, and money and stuff, but it's also true with relationships, like very, very, very true of relationships. When you look like, if I look back at like people I was talking to or whatever, like I never would have met if I had stuck in my marriage, I never would have met that first girl out, out of my marriage, that first uh, relationship that I was in. Never would have met her. And what I learned from her was life-changing. Right? It was life-changing. It showed me that like girls don't actually just always get ugly after 24 or 26 or whatever the number is, like people say. I'm like, well, actually, I found a really cute, beautiful woman who wasn't that, and she was actually super gorgeous. So that's not true. Like, like I learned that thing. She, she showed me that. Um, she showed me that you can start over in a relationship and you're not just, you know, lost. Like I thought you had to reteach somebody everything and like, that's okay. That's okay. So letting go of that relationship introduced me to, to that one. And then letting go of 
the first relationship out of my divorce allowed me to be introduced to the second relationship and she taught me so much more right she taught me all all these other things about being able to be alone and being comfortable with who you are and understanding that you can take leaps and you can develop a new relationship with somebody and like you can you can be with other people not just this person that you thought you were supposed to be stuck with your whole life so like i started learning all of these crazy things about relationships that i thought weren't true so i had to let go of these in order to figure that out right and then I was never going to become where I'm at today if I didn't let go of the relationships. Like, it was the hardest thing in the world. To let go of somebody who you know you're happy with and you're enjoying yourself with, but you know there's more you have to do and you're not going to be able to do that stuff if you stay in the relationship, that's hard. It's a very, very difficult decision to make. And it hurt not only her, but it hurt me a lot too. And uh, and that was difficult that was difficult for both of us, but I did it and I got to where I'm at today because of being able to let go of that. And, uh, and then I look at jobs, right? Right out of the army, I started working as a financial advisor. And while I was doing really well, I just, I was not fulfilled. I felt like I was begging people to work with me. I felt like I was trying to convince people to care more about their life than I was like, this is just like a catastrophe. It was a mess and it wasn't, I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled in what I was doing. I felt like it was a huge, huge drag. But I didn't know any better. I didn't I didn't know to go full in on my entrepreneurial spirits, right? I didn't know those things. So it was hard. It was hard for me to to understand that. But I finally took the leap and I finally let go. And I finally started going all in on myself, not only in business, but in the relationship side of things, right? Just being alone, being by myself. And I started going by myself. And as a result, things changed drastically, like drastically. And now I have this phrase where I say I'm a dangerous person when I'm left alone because I can just, I can, I can accomplish so much. I can accomplish so many things when I'm left alone. I think that's super powerful to, to think of yourself that way. So understanding that when you let go or when you lose something in your life, when you let go of a relationship or a job or some sort of like opportunity or whatever, it's not the end of the world. Potentially something better is coming along that you didn't see before. And that, that is the power that allows you to just manifest like crazy whatever it is you're trying to get, whatever you're trying to accomplish. So understanding that you can let go of things and it's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. And you're, you're probably actually going to be better off. Chances are it's always better off. You're always, you're always improving and doing more. So just don't settle, right, for something or a relationship or anything. But you're going to be better off. So don't settle. Don't don't worry about it. Let it go. Let, let the things go. And what's better and meant for you is going to come along. You just got to be comfortable with yourself and who you are in order for you to realize that. Seriously. Seriously. You have to become comfortable with who you are. You have to be comfortable alone to be comfortable with who you are so that when you do get something you want, it's something that you actually want, not something somebody else wants because you're making a decision for yourself, not for somebody else. So that's, that's kind of like the last piece. So this, this went a little bit longer than I thought. I knew it was going to kind of end up doing that, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, uh, these are like the big like things that I say. If I'm looking back at 2020 in review, 2020 was an amazing year. Amazing year. I had some, some things set up in 2019 that were going to play out in 2020, and they did. And they, I grew from them, and I, they helped me move forward and get going and all that stuff. And uh, it, was, it was incredible. Like, it was really 
really incredible and I've become a totally different person. And I thank everybody that's been a part of this. And I thank, you know, God for the opportunities and the gifts that I've been given in order to become who I am. And uh, it's just, it's been, it's been quite a ride, but 2020 was an amazing year. Absolutely an amazing year. And I wouldn't change it for the world because I think it was a big uh, shifting point for me in my life. And I hope you guys can say the same thing for you. You know, I, I hope that you can take 2020 in review and look at it and be like, 2020 was an amazing year for me. It really, I, I shifted who I was and I became all these things. And, and now looking forward, right, with what 2021 is going to be, I, I have a lot of uh, optimism for sure looking forward. So hope you guys can say the same thing. I hope you, this gives you guys some clarity that I'm a normal person. And I do some normal things, and these are just the stuff, these are the things that I've learned that have helped get me to where I'm at today. So hope that's worth something. Uh, feel free to share this with other people. If you guys took some value away from this, make sure to like, subscribe, follow, leave a review for me on uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast and this show, and I'll keep bringing out the content. So other than that, we'll see you guys in the next one. See ya! See ya!